T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Mark Reardon Show. St. Louis is home for conservative talk. We are loaded up here this afternoon. Curtis Houck's going to join us. He's the managing editor of the Media Research Center's Newsbusters. We'll talk about the Twitter files and why most of the mainstream media is ignoring that. We have Joy Vitale coming up from the St. Louis Blues in the next hour. Ian Share from CNET. Lots of stuff still to come. We have a great item for Cardinal Glennon this afternoon. Fred, you're aware of this. This sounds fun. Crystal Moss is going to join us. We have been, the show has been to 18th, 18th North Central. The whole station has had a events out there in St. Charles. Really cool venue. And they say where grown-ups come to play with family and friends. And Crystal has a direct connection to Glennon. And she's donating this uh, laser tag private session and a pizza party. And we're going to offer that up a little bit later. But It sounds really cool. cool for 22 people. Sounds like I think I want to. Will you go in on it with me, Fred? Come on. Uh, I think it would be fun. <laughs> um, okay. But I have to talk about this before you do Sue's News. Because I think more so than ever in my career, and, and maybe it should have been like this, you know, previously, but I'm by my very nature skeptical. You know this. When oh, I yeah. see things— Most things that I wouldn't think you would be skeptical about, sometimes you are. Right. I'll say, uh, I'll say wait a second, Do, some, something doesn't seem right to me, right? I didn't have that gut check in the story that I'm about to tell you, but I'm going to offer a different perspective. And when I offer this perspective, I'm not telling you that this is exactly what happened. But you gave me some audio, which is—I saw the video yesterday of uh, Courtney Bannock, who is this— Tavares, Florida, police department officer who the way the story is, so they pull someone over that has fentanyl and she's wearing gloves. It's windy. And they think that she breathed the fentanyl in and she they had to give her Narcan. Right. And she goes into basically three times. Three times. It was it was horrifying. So 
I follow some folks at Reason Magazine. Reason is a libertarian magazine. There's a guy by the name of Scott Shackford that just wrote a piece that said, once again, media outlets are rushing to sow panic by blindly accepting a police department's claim that an officer may have accidentally overdosed by being in close proximity to fentanyl, reinforcing the false message that you can potentially overdose on the drug even if you don't intentionally consume it. And this guy goes in and gives the details here, and he says... The department is very clear that it's releasing the body camera footage for the purpose of scaring people about fentanyl. Officer Bannock really wants other to um, take away that this drug is dangerous. So let me play you what she says. And do you remember where this interview was done, Fred? This was on Fox this morning. Okay, so here's what she says happened. And by the way, I'm not challenging this, but I do think it's interesting that there's a different perspective. But here's what she says. And by the way, there's one thing that we know. She was definitely out from something. And the reason guy's got a little bit of a theory, I don't know if I buy it. I was doing a routine traffic stop, ones that I've done hundreds of times before. Um, I asked normal questions. I always asked to make sure, is there anything that's going to hurt me in the vehicle, pick me, poke me, stick me, or anything like that if I was to have to go inside. Um, ultimately, I did search the vehicle, which resulted in me being able to search the occupants of it. When searching a passenger, I did locate drugs on their body, um, one being a dollar bill, when opening the dollar bill, I, I partially opened it because I could feel something inside of it. I noticed a white powder substance. I've dealt with fentanyl many times before, so I believe that's what it was. And I wrapped it back up, put it in there. We kind of sealed it away and mm. went from there. All right, so she's exposed. I do know that when I found the narcotics, it was wrapped up into a dollar bill. So I think I was trying to explain to them where exactly the drugs that I believed I was exposed to at the time was at. So they were aware, so it didn't happen to them as well. So I'm going to play a little bit more audio, but what what this guy from Reason, and look, Fred, you, you do the medical reports and the health stuff for X. This would be, in my mind, this is what journalism should be about, asking these questions, because is it true or is it not true that you can do this? He says, as for the claim that the officer might have inhaled it, a study from the American College of Medical Toxicology and the American Academy of Clinical Toxicology calculated that a person would have to stand next to a massive amount of fentanyl for two and a half hours to feel its effects. In other words, based on what we know about fentanyl exposure, it is extremely unlikely what we saw Vanek was overdosing from inhaling fentanyl in a gust of wind. So he says this, obviously something happened, because if you see the video, you know something happened. Possibly a panic attack brought on by all the insistence that any exposure to fentanyl is potentially deadly. That didn't look like a panic attack to me. Uh, But again, is there something to what he's saying when it comes to the exposure? I don't know. Here's Courtney saying how it felt. So I remember being in my car and I was fine. I remember getting in my car, speaking with um, a fellow officer that was on scene through the passenger side window. I was good to go. I didn't. I felt normal. As I went to go put my car into drive, um, I was talking on the radio to notify dispatch. We had made the conscious decision to not test any of the narcotics roadside because of the wind conditions. It was windy. We knew that the possibility of us opening the narcotics could endanger us, so we were made the conscious decision to come back to the police department to do it. When I went to notify dispatch that we were actually going to head to the police department, I started to feel very lightheaded and I couldn't really talk. I, I almost felt like I was choking. Mm. Um, after watching the body cam now, I, I hear myself, I was choking, but I remember consciously being aware. I didn't think I was overdosing, that never pat, like went through my mind at the time. I was so hyper fixated on my cars and drive hit the brake, keep the brake so I don't roll. But I, I didn't really have the energy or movement other than trying. Like, I wanted to get a drink so bad mm. because I thought that that was going to help me for some reason. Mm. So the guy that wrote for Reason, he, he says, look, obviously something happened, but um, 
when they did the story down in Florida where this happened, Fox 35, he says, revisited the story with a vague, quote unquote, some say approach, taking note that there is an ongoing debate between law enforcement and some in the medical community who say it's nearly impossible to overdose on fentanyl at crime scenes. This guy says this is not a debate. Police keep making claims that medical experts overwhelmingly say are not true. Here's what I'd like to know. And this is a, I want to know on Monday. Let's get someone who can tell us what the truth is here. Okay. Let's see if we can find an expert because I'm not trying to minimize the danger of fentanyl. I think we all know it's pretty dangerous. But when we saw that picture yesterday, those images in the video, I think people were taken back. I certainly was. You hear these claims. Is it true? This is what a real media should do. And unfortunately, I'd be very curious. If this guy's right on reason and everyone else is wrong, there's another situation where you got media malpractice on steroids. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. I tried. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, and tomorrow it'll be Jane Duker. We'll be doing Sue's News. So you have that to look forward to. Uh, or, or, first, or not. But yeah, sure we do. First story uh, today is, you know, maybe we should get our family attorney, Susan L. Ward, on to talk about this next week. Uh Uh, The Washington, D.C. City Council wants judges to be able to consider what's best for pets when they make decisions in divorce proceedings. By the way, we should get Susan on about that. And, you know, it's it's kind of a serious issue. I don't know what happens there. Uh, it, It already happens in some places. Judges can do that. But in most cities and states, a judge can only consider the well-being of the the judges can only consider who paid for the animal and who covers the cost to care for it. This new law in D.C. adds the well-being of the animal to the factors that they should consider. Uh, the proposal would also give judges the power to make joint custody decisions for pets. Part of a growing trend that makes animals legally part of the family and not merely property. If I, should, I was going to say if. I'll probably just say it this way. When my wife decides to kick me to the curb, she probably gets all the pets because they all like her better anyway. They have good instincts, these animals, Fred. But it's it's a complicated issue. It really is. Unfortunately, when I was divorced 20 years ago, I had Newt, my bulldog, and I, um, I couldn't have him in, in the apartment that I had to move into an apartment for a while. Couldn't have him. Had to give him up for adoption. I went to a bulldog rescue group. It was devastating, but it was just the reality of the situation. So that wasn't fun. I'm sure divorce is horrible, but this is just another factor that makes it so bad um a new poll is on i know you hate these polls mark so that's why i wanted to do it um (laughs) awesome fred an overview of the favorite christmas movies around the nation okay and missouri's top three christmas movies oh you mean i hate it when they do it state by state well because i question the how they do it veracity of it yes um in missouri ranked the number one christmas movie is the grinch Number two is Home Alone. And number three is Falling for Christmas. Have you heard of this movie, Falling for Christmas? No, nobody's ever heard of that movie. That's why it shouldn't be number three, and it shouldn't be in the top 1,500, if not 100,000. No, Fred. It's the new Lindsay Lohan's Lohan's movie. See, you're disqualifying these things yourself. You realize that. You're you're giving me more ammunition to say these are the dumbest (laughs) things ever. Uh, It's the favorite movie in eight states, (laughs) including California, Florida, and Colorado. It's the favorite movie of the people who did that poll who are trying to promote that movie. That's what I 
I would do. I'd look behind. <laughs> Who's behind that pole? Oh, it's, you know, the Hallmark Channel. Look at that. It's on Netflix. Abby, yeah. have, have you heard it? of it? I have. I have. I wanted to watch it, and but I haven't yet because it has Lindsay Lohan in it. And that's the only reason I'm interested. What's your oh, favorite? so that's a driving fast. See, that would be, yeah. for, for a lot of us, it would drive us away from oh. it. <laughs> but, you know, you do you. Mark, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, well, I mean, I'm an It's a Wonderful Life guy, but I've seen that movie so many times. I really have um, I have a soft spot for Scrooge with Bill Murray. I oh, love yeah. Scrooge. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love oh. Home Alone. Elf. I mean, Elf's in my top yeah. three. That's my sister's favorite Christmas All of those movie. are interchangeable. Elf is in my top one or two. It's a Wonderful Life. And Polar Express. I really like Polar Express, even though some people are kind of freaked out by the animation. Yeah, it's, um, oh, what did I call it earlier? I just forgot. I couldn't pronounce it. It was kind of hard. It's a syndrome of some sort that people have when they watch it, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, where the, the animation looks too human, like oh, too I have vaguely heard this, human, but, I didn't know but there was not a name quite. For it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Look it up, I can't Beth. remember. In Illinois, meanwhile, the number one Christmas movie is Home Alone. Which I guess kind of makes sense well, it makes because it's sense, set right. up in Chicago area. Who's got Die Hard? Which state? Does California have Die Hard as their number uh, one Christmas movie? I didn't movie? see that for any of the states. Um, and that's a whole other debate, whether that's a movie. However, Die Hard did make the list of the uh, top most expletive-filled Christmas movies. Expletive-filled, yeah. Expletive-filled movies. Bad Santa was number one. It had 255 swear words in it. Uh, Die Hard had 77 swear words in it. Uh, Trading Places, is that a Christmas movie? Yeah, kind of. Marginally. 37 swear words. If Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then Trading Places is a Christmas movie. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation had 23 swear words. A Christmas Story had 11. And Home Alone had nine swear words. Hey, who was just, wasn't it our our own Sue Thomas who just sent us a picture in front of the the actual home from A Christmas uh, Story? Story? Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Because she's in Cleveland. She was there at the home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was it just me in the picture that she sent? There was like nobody outside in front of the house. It was very quiet. Yeah, it did look quiet. And then there's a house next door. As well, I can't. And she got a picture of the leg lamp, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so she'll she'll share those stories next week when she's back. So it's the uncanny valley, and it's where something looks a little too human, and it like activates our fight or flight reflexes. Mm. So the animation was pretty revolutionary for the time. So it's just human enough that we're all like, yes, those are people, but it's also just slightly too human, I, I and think, we know it's not. I, I think there's something to that. I get yeah, that. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I don't maybe why I didn't like the animation. That, but... What's your favorite movie? Christmas, uh, Christmas movie. Story. Yeah. Christmas Story. I love that one. That's great. Okay, so um, uh, this is something that I found kind of fascinating. Young people are just now finding out that nutcrackers can actually crack nuts. <laughs> uh, it seems like most young people have only experienced pre-shelled nuts that come in bags, so they've never had to remove the shells. So there's a, a new survey that said um, more than half of young people thought they didn't really do anything. And currently, right now, if you try and get a nutcracker, um, a lot of them are just decorative and not really strong enough to crack a nut. So you're more likely to break a handle oh, that's great. On, on it than, than on cracking nuts. You knew nutcrackers were real? Fortunately, I did. However, like I haven't seen an actual nutcracker guy who can crack nuts. Yeah, no, I think I've they only exist. had like the little This is the great things. thing about where we've 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 come so far where when I was a kid, Fred, we've would go to these holiday parties in the 1970s, 80s and there'd be all oh, yeah. the nuts that were out there in the middle of the table and half of them you wouldn't touch because you didn't know how to open the damn thing. Mm-hmm. So, I I support crack nuts. <laughs> we always, as growing up, we always had this silver nutcracker that only came out at Christmas time to crack the nuts. Um, 
how many photos do you think are there of you online? There's a new survey that said only one in seven people say zero. Well, there's several of me because I'm a media person. Yeah, the crowd doesn't <laughs> like them. None of them are good, but there's there's a fair amount of them uh, out there. 39% of Americans say 10 or less. I think I'm a little bit maybe over 10 because I'm in media, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of. Um, but they pulled 800,000 or 8,000 Americans. Number one answer was I have no idea, no clue. Uh, 25% say between one and 10 photos. 14% say zero. Well, these are the people like the people who say zero. They're not Googling themselves or they don't realize that maybe their LinkedIn picture or something like that. Those of us who have massive egos, we Google ourselves all the time. We set Google alerts, things along those lines. Uh, 25% of seniors, one in four, said they have no pictures of them online. By the way, here's something that happened the other night that was kind of creepy. Just going to say at the Brian Kilmeade event on Friday, right? We And it was such a great event because we had so many people up. They wanted to meet us. They wanted to meet right. Sue and she had left. So I had the one guy that came up to me and said, and this is one of those situations kind of ties in with your pictures. I don't know how to react to this. You remember, Fred, we've highlighted this a couple of times. Years ago when I met Phil Kogan, who's the host of The Amazing Race, um, big cyclist, he rode across the country. I rode with him. He was raising money for MS. I didn't make the cut in his document but Phil and I became friends. And what we did is we came back from the ride that I took with him and he made fun of the fact that I had massively hairy legs and I was in a bicycling kit, which is not cool if you're in the cycling world. You see all these people with, you know, shaved legs. So he made fun of me. So we came back and with the MS Society, we raised like $7,000 to um, to donate to the cause if um, I got my legs waxed. And I know this is gross. I'm just going to tell you. But the guy comes up to me the other night. So there's a video that lives in infamy online. And every once in a while, I'll like, I don't want to do it right now because it creeps me out. But it's got thousands of views. Thousands of views, right? <laughs> why? I, I don't want to know why, okay? So this guy comes up to me the other night and goes, hey, I liked your, uh, your, your leg video. I'm like, oh, how do you even take that? What do you say? <laughs> right? You say, thank you, move on. <laughs> I don't know. Now I've just inspired some more views. Yeah. Don't do it. Remember when we did the video with Carlos Martinez splashing yes, in the face? Yes, yes. Is after that still up show? there? That should still be up and there, see, too. See, that's a great video, too. Carlos came in, and we had so much fun with that. Just like, you know, when people would hit home runs, they'd come down the line to get splashed with water. Um, that one season, several years ago, he did that here in the in the building. and It was it was oh. awesome. He did it in slow-mo. He got a kick out of it. He yeah, was when just the like show, a little kid that day. When the show was over, like we had 10, 15 people from work just yeah. standing there slapping your hand. And Carlos had so much fun. He really, it was like he was 10. And then we day. got in trouble because we got water on the floor. We did get in trouble. We always yeah. get in trouble. Can't have fun. It's like the no, yeah. no fun league. Can't have fun in radio anymore. That's not allowed. Hey, did you know Dolly Parton's wigs have a secret function? I didn't even know Dolly had wigs. Wait a second, Abby. Come on. What? Really? I oh. don't know. Yeah. That was, well, I must have missed she that. Has part, part of her is real and part there's some things are real and some things are not on Dolly, I think you can say. That I can believe. Okay. All of her wigs have a special hidden pocket in the back where she stores her microphone pack. Oh. So she says her clothes are too tight when she wears them on stage to clip a mic so onto it. So she puts it. it in the wig. So they hide it under her wig. I believe that. That's really smart, yeah, honestly. Smart, yeah. So didn't know that. And uh, Avatar, as we said, comes out this weekend. They're expecting um, a big, big opening, $175 million they're thinking of for the opening in the United States with a global debut of between about $500 million globally. Paul Hall will be here tomorrow to talk about it. Yeah, great. Uh, Time for the random fact. Let's see. For today's random fact, Yahoo. Did you know it was originally what its original name was before it was Yahoo? No, I have no idea. For the first two months, it was called Jerry and David's Guide to the World Wide Web. (laughs) 
No, it wasn't. <laughs> was it really? They changed the name to Yahoo two months after they launched. So that was kind of like the working title, like when you have a movie and you have like a working title. Could it sounds be. like that's what it was. There you go. Wrapping up Fred's news for this week. Sue back on Monday. Jane's going to handle that tomorrow afternoon. we got a Reardon Roundtable tomorrow as well. Curtis Howe coming up from Newsbusters. Have you noticed they have at Newsbusters in the Media Research uh, Center that not a lot of mainstream coverage of what Barry Weiss and Mike Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi have released relating to Elon Musk and Twitter in the previous regime. But we'll talk about it coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Using into the uh, the Christmas tunes. Oh, I'm sorry. I called them Christmas. That's like not allowed, is it? Holiday, all that stuff, right? Little big bad voodoo daddy here with Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Cool. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Ten. We have an audio cut of the day in the next hour. Also, uh, hey, Fast Eddie's going to join us in the next hour from Fast Eddie's in Bonaire, uh, Fast Eddie's Bonaire in Alton. He's going to make uh, a challenge for the Tree of Hope campaign. We have an awesome item for um, for you to make an offer on from 18th North Central in O'Fallon here in just a few minutes. But Curtis Hauk is with me this afternoon. He's the managing editor of the Media Research Center's Newsbusters. We're going to co- talk about the Twitter files and some other things. Uh, how are you this afternoon, Curtis? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, all those things. Merry, happy ho-ho to you as well. I, I love the fact, I want to talk about the Twitter files, but you guys have come out with the, um, <clears throat> this is an annual award now, the Brian Stelter Memorial Award for the worst quote of the year. And we have some honorees this afternoon to highlight, don't we? Uh, yes, we do. I mean, uh, last year we called it the Chris Cuomo Memorial Award. So this year we've decided <laughs> to call it the Brian Stelter Memorial Award. Uh, runner-up was CNN Plus Memorial Award, but we want oh, Brian I like Stelter. That. So I do like that. Uh, <laughs> 
so so we had four runners up. Um, you know, Michael Beschloss, this was my pick to would have been my pick to win. Uh you know, this was him a few days before the election saying we could be six days away from you losing our rule of law. Historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact that was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. I can't even believe I missed that one, Curtis. I can't believe I did not highlight. He said that on All In with Chris Hayes, and it was just part of the yeah. ridiculous hyperbole in that moment about the threat to democracy, right? Yeah, exactly. So then we also had Ellie Mistal, uh, uh, a friend of mine on Twitter, calls him bad scientist Fat Albert. Uh, if you listen to him, uh, he he said that uh, the founding fathers were racist, misogynistic jerk faces who believe, who didn't believe that women had any rights at all. Uh, and then the other runner-up was David Zerwick. Uh, now he's no longer with the Baltimore Sun, um, but in February, when reliable sources with Brian Seltzer still existed. He said CNN is one of the stations of all the television broadcast networks and cable channels. It perched harder from 2016 to 2020 against Trump, and it was a firewall that I think has saved democracy thus far under Jeff what, Zucker. What, 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 what? So that guy, what was his name, David Zerowick, he was in a coma for those four years? Yes, I believe he was in a coma. Uh, you know, and when, when we talk about saving democracy, I, I, you know, we, we have to— in, in light of the Washington Post announcing that they will have layoffs next year, oh, you know, yes, by safe democracy, they mean the profitability and the health of legacy media operations. Liberal news outlets were, did quite well during the Trump years from 2016 to 2020. Uh, so that's really what he's actually talking about. Now, I, well, I want you to highlight the winner, but let me just say this because I, I think we're in an era, and I, I like stuff like this because the, the goofiness that happens in the media gives me material as a talk show host. But, when it, <laughs> but, you know, so I can appreciate that. But when it comes down to it, and we'll get into this with the Twitter files, it's, it's just sad where the media has gone to. And I just spent some time in the last hour talking about Trump and DeSantis, and I tend to be on the uh, DeSantis side of that equation. I'll just leave it at that right now. And I'll go back to what Trump said about the media. And here I am. I went to journalism school. That means nothing. I just pointed out based on what I'm going to say right now, Curtis. I felt like journalism was important. I used to be a news anchor and a, a news director and all these things. So Trump says the media is the enemy of the people. I thought that's a ridiculous thing to say. I no longer feel that that's a ridiculous thing to say because I've seen so many instances. You go back to Covington Catholic, Brett Kavanaugh, uh, what happened in Kenosha last year. What happened here with Mike Brown and Hands Up, Don't Shoot? The list just goes on and on and on, and their dishonesty is just outrageous. And it's journalistic malpractice, and it happens on a daily basis. And the thing is, they don't give you, they, you know, they get, a, you know, people say you're the enemy of the people, but then they don't give people any reason to believe that that's not true. I think they give them no reason to push back. All you hear back from the press is, how dare you say that you're going to get us killed? There's no, like, you know, uh, attempt to even meet people saying that, uh, trying to make them understand, see where they're coming from, understand why people are saying that about them. No, no, no. It's just complete. It's all accusatory. Uh, just, you know, firing grenades uh, back in the other direction, firing missiles back in the other direction. Uh, just pure invective uh, towards the people that criticize them. And it's a reminder that, again, that when it comes to the First Amendment, you know, free speech for them is something that they believe, but for the rest of us, not so much. All right, we'll get to the Twitter files, but highlight your winner here for the Brian Stelter Memorial Award for the worst quote of the year. 
Really short, it was November 28th on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert says the word on the street is you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that the case? He said that to Don Lamont. <laughs> Don Lamont, quote, I don't think we ever were liberal. Colbert, what? Lemon, yes, I don't think we ever were liberal. He said that with a straight face, didn't he? Oh, my gosh. Of course. Yeah, my- he didn't. No hesitation. Many years ago, and I was looking for this soundbite. I don't have it right now, but this goes back probably 15 years. And this is when MSNBC was starting to get, you know, into the game and and being very liberal. And my friend, my dear friend, Contessa Brewer, who worked together, we worked together in Milwaukee. I love her dearly. But I asked her on the air, you know, she came on and I said, you guys are kind of like the... um, you know, the the liberal Fox. And she said, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. And we kind of see what happened with that. I think I was pretty on target with yeah. that. Uh, and then just real quick, uh, stay tuned uh, through the holidays. We have other categories. Oh, let me just mention one or two. Craziest Analysis Award, uh, the Joy of Hate Award for Joy Reid Rants, uh, and uh, the Media Heroes Award and Damn Those Conservatives to H.E. Double Hockey Stick. Who, so you, the media so heroes can the media heroes award might uh, if I'm going to award some of those out I would say Matt Taibbi, uh, Barry Weiss, M- Mike Schellenberger should be in right. that group. So let's segue into the Twitter files because obviously, and what's interesting, Curtis is I, the audience they've heard me talking about Matt Taibbi long before what happened a couple of weeks ago because Matt, as you know, has kind of done a strange turn in the proper direction when it comes to the media and where the media should focus its interest. But there aren't a lot of journalists out there willing to even handle these real stories anymore. Yeah, I mean, if if you do a Google search of Matt Taibbi newsbusters, I mean, you're going to find some humdingers. I mean, when I first started out of college in 2014 and in 2015, we would make fun of him on the regular, yes. on the daily. Yes. You know, we as would funny, I. We find funny photos. Yeah, we all would. He wrote a book in in 2017 called "Insane Clown President: Dispatches yes. from the 2016 Circus." Um, but as you kind of saw things start to change, he came out with a book in 2019 called "Hate Inc." Why today's uh, media, uh, you know, wants us to despise one, makes us despise one another. Um, and Barry Weiss, kind of the same thing. She was a leftist. She, you know, she still describes herself as a leftist centrist. Um, you know, she's in a same-sex relationship. Uh, you know, she she worked at the New York Times, but she saw what happened at the New York Times about a lack of classical liberalism at the New York Times. And, uh, you know, the left's rising support and indifference towards anti-Semitism. So it made sense for those two and Michael Schellenberger, who's done terrific work about the decline in California, uh, to write about this. But CNN was all upset about this today, saying that they're not from accredited news organizations. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not from leg- they're yeah, not they're right. not from our team. Well, and of course, the Washington Post and they took it down, but they even described Taibbi and Barry Weiss as conservative journalists at one point which is laughable. But this kind of begs the question, though. Why is it, I think we know the answer, but it's frustrating to me that this is a pretty important story, what's happening with the Twitter files and the bias that's been exposed. And by the way, I would say it's important to kind of track what Elon's going to do, not to give him a free pass. That's what journalism is supposed to be about. But they warn 
just one jersey here in the past uh, 20 years, I'd say. It's been going downhill every year, and that's a blue jersey. And there's no effort. Look at, look at, I don't know how much you guys have done at Newsbusters, and I apologize for not knowing this. Look what's happened to Miguel Amagar from NBC. What is that guy ever going to be seen again? He goes on the air on the Today Show Live, reports factually on what happened to Paul Pelosi, and then he's ripped from the airwaves. They take the story down. The guy's missing in action. Well, he did return. I mean, he did return. I didn't know uh, that he, he returned. Retur- he, yeah, he returned this week. They sent him out to. Uh, they sent him out to stand in a bunch of very deep snow out in California. Oh, so I he's believe. been sent to Siberia, basically. Yeah, yeah. He he's back. He's back. Uh, so I think that was uh, that was particularly interesting. I mean, we have uh, seen with that as well, but. Matt Taibbi, you know, it was interesting, a lack of journalistic ethics with Matt Taibbi. They never really explained why there was a problem with his story about Paul Pelosi. They just said it didn't meet our standards. There was no on-air announcement. There was no correction. It was just disappeared from the Internet. And Miguel Almaguer was disappeared a la, you know, dissidents in Xi Jinping's China. Like, we no clue what happened to him. Have you seen this man? Put him on a milk carton. You know, like, what is going on? Uh, and sure enough, he just appeared back and started talking about the weather. Which See, I honestly did not know that, so that's interesting. I'll have to check into that. But the, the bottom line is nobody really is given any um, – I mean, they're, they're not even just not covering this. They're completely ignoring this at the New York Times and the Washington Post and yeah. most of these other and, – and if they are yeah. covering it, like CNN, they're spinning it in the other direction trying to discredit Taibbi and Barry Weiss. Yeah, I mean, what we, what we have here in terms of the raw numbers is we've seen – uh, zero seconds on ABC News, zero seconds on NBC News, 26 seconds on CBS News. That was only after the first dump. And it was described as having shown that Twitter employees were deliberating, deliberating, Mark, about <laughs> what to do about Hunter Biden's uh, you know, laptop story in the New York Post. And, and we put out a study yesterday that found CNN and MSNBC have spent less than a, 1%, half a percent of their airtime talking about the Twitter files. And as you said, it was largely dismissive. Kind of what we saw today, this morning on CNN, saying there's really no there there. And it just makes sense that there would be a lot of different opinions. And things wouldn't always be done perfectly when you're making really big decisions. And it's a large company with a lot of people. And, you know, just just let us take care of this. You know, it's kind of a lot of Tom Nichols' rule of experts, uh, death of expertise, uh, laments in the last, a uh, couple of, you know weeks when you, when they have covered it mainstream media that is that you know people just the rubes just don't understand how difficult of a job they have you know twitter it's really hard when you have to censor all these people it, it it's going to be interesting to see where this where this goes and i just put something out on twitter i talked about this earlier too because there's these stories that come across, and we, we all buy them. And I like to highlight, and I know you guys do too, like when the race hoaxes come down, they're so easy to see when there's somebody that claims that there was racist graffiti or whatever. 99.9% of the time, it's, it's a black kid or something like that. We've had examples of that here in St. Louis. Not to say there's no racism. There is. We understand that. But on this story with the officer down in Florida who was exposed to fentanyl, there's a, a guy that wrote about this for reasons saying medical experts will tell you that that's not really what happens. You can't be affected by fentanyl if you're just standing next to it. Now, I'm not saying I believe either side. What I'm saying is this is my point about journalism. Shouldn't like real journalists kind of we don't have those anymore. But in theory, when we used to kind of take a look at a story like that and at least vet it to see whether or not that's possible, because we just buy these things hook, line and sinker. And that's part of the problem, I think, with the media right now. 
Yeah, I mean, that is part of the problem. I mean, things just seem like they're too good to be true. And they're the same side that says you need to have facts on their side. And I'll just throw one more number out there. The network spent 101 minutes on Jesse Smollett in 2019 before oh the my. claim fell apart. Oh, my gosh. There, that's all you had to say right there. Curtis Sock from the Media Research Center Newsbusters. When you have those additional awards and you're handing them out, please alert 97.1 FM Talk. We appreciate it, Curtis. Mm-hmm. All right, no take problem. care. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, we have um, at least done one great event at 18th North Central in O'Fallon. I know I've been there. It's a fantastic venue, and Crystal Moss is with us from 18th North Central. She has a connection to the team at Cardinal Glennon. She's going to offer up something very unique here this afternoon to raise some money for the kids at Cardinal Glennon. Crystal, how are you this afternoon? Thanks for coming through for us. We appreciate it. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. We have limited time. I want to make sure we get this in. But what is your, first and foremost, your connection with uh, with the Glennon kids and your, your direct connection here? Because that's important. So I am one of the managers at 18 North Central, and uh, we really like doing a service and donating to the community. And I think SSM is a, a great place. Cardinal Glennon, my son has been there. And so we just want to help out and donate what we can. So what you've come through with here is what you describe as a -a one-of-a-kind, lifelike Call of Duty laser tag for 22 people, right? So we're going to offer this up um, here in just a couple of minutes. I'll open up the phone lines. But describe what people can take part in because this sounds really cool and a lot of fun. Yes. So this is not your normal laser tag that you would go just someplace and, like, kids play. This is a lifelike. We have CO2. They are actual, like, they feel like rifles. We set up games. You get 90 minutes of laser tag. There's different games like uh, Save the President, also like Capture the Flag, and it's 90 full minutes of, like, full-blown real-life, like, laser tag. Also, we're throwing in our pizza party package where you get our special in-house made pizzas with soda with unlimited refills and is $1,000 value. So can people, this is one of those mutually agreed upon dates, right? You could just work with whoever gets this? Oh, yes. All they would have to do is just give us a call, and we will make sure that they're um, they're booked and their session would be completely private. And we could do that on our off hours or our regular business hours, whatever works for them. Okay, so we're going to, I'm going to have Abby open up the phone lines here. 18th North Central, this is going to be an amazing party. We're going to ask for $1,200 for the kids at Cardinal Glennon. So if you have $1,200 to help us close the gap here and raise some money at the end of the Tree of Hope campaign for SSM Health, Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital, Crystal and the team at 18th North Central are going to come through for you and make it worth your while, right? Absolutely. 
All right. Well, we'll see. I'm sure this is going to go very quickly. You've also, I think, inspired a lot of other people to come out and do this because I want to do it for sure now, Crystal. I, can't you see a scenario where I'm ticking off Mark Cox and some of the other hosts here at 97.1 FM Talk? Yeah, come on down. I'd love to see it. All right, we're going to do it. Crystal Moss from 18th North Central, thank you so much. Have a great Christmas. We're grown-ups come to play with family and friends. $1,200. You get a great laser tag, private session, pizza party. Jump on in here right now. Make an offer, 314-241-9797. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.